0: Folks, and welcome to another episode of The Bid Effect. This week's going to be a little bit of an oddball one. We decided, why not do an episode about movie games? Or game movies. I think it's game movies. Yeah, that's the one we're doing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um, Anyway, so what what we did was we each watched a movie we hadn't seen before. Because, you know, everybody's seen the atrocities of, like, Street Fighter and Super Mario Brothers. And enough ink has been spilled about them. So we're all good. So yeah, we've each picked a movie. Uh, I myself, I picked that one movie with the thing and the monsters. Silent Hill Revelation. Craig, what did you pick? Um, I
1: picked Professor Layton and the Eternal Diva.
0: And Luke?
2: I picked uh, some rubbish Street Fighter film about (laughs) Chun-Li.
0: It doesn't deserve its full
2: title to be mentioned. It's that bad.
0: And I, I think while, while me and Luke had to suffer, both Craig and Mike got off with good movies. And Mike, what was your good movie?
3: I got um, the Ratchet & Clank movie. All
0: right, um, um, this isn't going to be anything too in-depth. We didn't go to film school. We're not going to be talking about camera lenses. And, and Well, I don't actually think the people who made these movies know what camera lenses are. But, you know, it's, it's not going to be anything too depth It's just going to be more how we feel about it as a gamer, why we think it works, why it doesn't work, you know, all that. So you'll get it as we go. So, uh, just very high level here, gentlemen. Did you enjoy your experience?
1: Yes, very much so.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think the run time of my film was an hour and 30 minutes, and I managed to condense it down to 17.
0: <laughs> because Luke is a cheater. <laughs> um, mine was right there in the middle. It was neither good, neither bad. It was an okay experience. Both me and the wife watched it, and we both kind of went, meh? Afterwards. So... Gentlemen, who wants to talk about their movie first? Just just like a high-level plot overview and what you felt about it.
1: From that, I've got the feeling that I enjoyed mine the most. So we could do it from most enjoyable to least enjoyable, maybe. And then Luke can build <laughs> up to dragging his way through the description of Street Fighter. Um, so I watched Professor Layton and the Eternal Diva. Um, it's based on the Professor Layton games. Uh, if I don't know. I don't know oh, if you would really? have guessed that or not. I'm not too sure from the name. And, oh, what can I say? It was it was fantastic. It was a lovely, lovely film to watch. So it's set just before the Professor Layton and the Miracle Mask, which was the second last Professor Layton game, I think. It might have been the third last one. I can't remember now. Should have looked that up, but you know what? Whatever, whatever. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> Basically, in this Professor Layton ends up in an opera house with Luke, and is watching an opera when. And you, have y'all you played played a Professor Layton game? Just you get. Oh yes, I've, yeah.
3: I've played five of them. Good, good. Right. So, in the usual
1: Layton way, something crazy happens. So, in this instance, the opera house, which which I thought was in the middle of the city, t- turns into a boat and drifts off to see kidnapping. The <laughs> thousand odd guests in the opera house. Um, the point of it is, already.
2: Your film that just that description you've given there <laughs> better than the seventeen minutes I endured.
1: Well, it, I, I don't know. It was it was it was magical. I went in knowing that that was except in the latent universe. You know, you have got to suspend disbelief mm. almost completely to to let things happen because the Blooming Opera House morphed into a boat and then went out to sea and some people may not like that or think that's just not what's going on here but it, it was perfect it was spot on for the series so they're in on the boat in a puzzle driven death game which is amazing it was it was on point i don't know I, I if you'd asked me before i watched this how would you make a professor layton game work I wouldn't know how to answer it, but they actually managed to shoehorn in puzzles at a pacing where you could kind of figure it out at the same time, or even before Leighton and Luke did. And I just thought that was perfect. I, it was. It was. I, I kids of was watching it, going, "Did they just do that?" Because I was like shouting at the telly, "No, no, it's it's the sky," you know. <laughs> um, but the thing is, on the boat, when they get the right answer, the first question is something along the lines of. What is the oldest thing that you can see? And the boat's filled with antiques. And Leighton and, and the gang and a few others go to the main opera stage where the, the sky's burst open, the roof's burst open, you can see the sky. There's all these people spread about looking at dinosaur bones and jewels and rocks. And they all basically get, like, the, the floor gives way when they get the, the time runs out and they all just plunge <laughs> to their death. So in a very short space of time, in about 40 minutes... About a thousand people that were in the opera house is condensed down to twelve. It's quite there's quite a lot of death in the game. I had an inkling that you know at the end there'd be a montage and there would be all these people that were just trapped. But no, the next thing that happens is the boat explodes, and those people are <laughs> dead. They're definitely dead. So they end up on an island. More puzzling later, and a fantastic. A team level montage where Leighton in a hut surrounded by wolves manages to build a fully working helicopter using a chainsaw and some paddles and a barrel.
0: <laughs> it's, it's just, and it
1: busts out the top of the hut and, and then flies off in this helico- helicopter. Utterly, utterly mental. So my wife's sitting there and I'm like, Laura, look, look at how amazing is this is to have managed to turn Professor Leighton into a film. Look, they've even got the same stylized numbers for the puzzles. You know, it's onto puzzle number two. Yeah, right? and I'm like, look, it's the. I paused it, and was like, it's the same font and it. They've done it perfectly. And and she said, yeah, it's just like the game. And then that's when it hit me. I'm enjoying this so much because they actually managed to do it just like the game. It's the same animation, same voice actors, same pacing, same mental story. And I'm not going to go any further into the story. So more puzzling and and things things happen i don't want to spoil it for the thousands of people that are going to want to watch
0: this after this podcast (laughs) um so so i mean did you like the animation style was it well done the animation
1: style was essentially the same as the cutscenes from the the ds games so it was it was absolutely on point my only minor 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 gripe uh, with the whole thing was I watched it saw the full thing's available on YouTube, it posted rather oddly posted by Herschel Layton himself his own YouTube account <laughs> he's posted his own film. Um, the English dub, the, uh, the audio level is a bit low. I don't want to criticise them because you know like folk are listening to us and 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 you know it might not be the best audio in the world or whatever, but what? it was at the point where the music was so loud. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> the music was so loud and the explosions were so loud but the dub track for the voice acting was a bit a touch quiet so it was a wee bit tricky to watch it at the start until i thought you know what i'm just going to turn the volume right up and, and enjoy this so that's me in a nutshell absolutely loved it
0: i uh, has uh, i i myself have seen it but mike or luke have you guys seen it
3: yeah yeah i i saw it i think i think i suggested it to Greg originally um yeah it does it perfectly it gets everything good about the game puts it in there and you know when you've when you've completed like five five of the games in the series and it never gets old the way they they explain it all and you know figure out all those mysteries it's you know it it again it feels exactly like the game it does it perfectly exactly to the note and um the music the music it's all there everything that you like about the game is in the in the movie perfect
0: it almost has the title for my favorite video game movie i mean out of all the kind of crappy official ova anime i've watched based on video mm-hmm. games this this really does encapsulate almost everything about professor Layton even if you don't like the games like like my i'm not a huge fan of them Mm-hmm. I, I like the world and I like the music and I like the characters and even if you don't like the game it is a very fun movie. It is a little bonkers like Craig said but that works fine. It's a video game movie.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: The kids sat and and they watched it and absolutely they were just drawn into it as well. Maybe not at- at the same trying to figure out the puzzles, but the animation style. We've actually started a a run of watching Studio Ghibli films, and it turns out that yesterday... Good times. Amelie, my oldest, she's six, came out and said it was... What what were we watching yesterday? Was it Ponyo or something? Mm. And she said she likes the look of that much better than the younger one's favourite film, which is, at the moment, Moana. Which she said she prefers that she just likes watching it more because she says it looks lovelier.
2: <laughs> which is that's you know, brilliant. but they really,
1: they really do, and it's it's the same kind of Japanese artwork and animation, and some of the hand-drawn scenes are just they're on point.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, my daughter fell in love with Totoro and didn't stop watching that for like five years. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah that's cool. this is a. I've been watching the um, the bus stop scene over and over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and over and over uh, all weekend. <laughs> it's, it's just magical. Still love it. It's good. Anyway, sorry. Luke, have you seen it?
2: I've not actually seen this. And it's, you've just made me re- think. I've not played a latent game since like one of the early ones in DS. So I might have to buy one again and watch this film. Because I did have a really, really good time with it.
1: Yeah. I'll I'll bring in I've still got Miracle Mask for the 3ds so I'll bring that in tomorrow. Oh, to that'd work. be cool,
2: man! Thank you. Yeah, no problem. I,
0: I've I've always been secretly hoping there's a Japanese Layton game that's ever came over here. Japanese versus... or uh, Japanese? Wow, uh, Professor Layton versus Sherlock Holmes, and I'm okay <sighs> if they turn that into a movie. If they ever turn that into a movie, I'll be set.
1: That does think cool. when it's Layton and Sherlock Holmes in a sword fight at the end, that kind of verses.
0: I I I can only hope so. I've never played it. I just know about it. <laughs> Either that or Hercule Poirot comes at the end and tells them they're both wrong. That that would be a good yeah. way to end it. <laughs> so, Mike, what are your thoughts on Ratchet and Clank?
3: Overall, overall, um, a decent movie. A decent movie. Um, I did not think it was it was majorly special, but. In in terms of Ratchet and Clank itself, um, I've played a few of the games. I played Tools of Destruction. I played Cracking Time. Played Quest for Booty. Um, and it, you know, it, it captures the spirit of it. You know, it's, it's so it's Ratchet, Clank. There's um, Do- uh, Captain Quark, uh, Doctor. Quark. <laughs> uh, you know all all the key characters that you want in the game are there and. Surprisingly, there's, a, there's quite a quite an amazing voice cast backing it up. Of, you know, people like Rosario Dawson. Um, oh, how can I forget his Stallone. All of a Sylvester Stallone, of all people. Yeah. That's, a, that's absolutely amazing. Um, and then, you, you know, you've got John Goodman, I believe. Uh, yeah. Quite low-key position. Um, and I'm not 100% sure, but I think you even get the original voice actors from the games.
0: Yeah, it's James Arnold Taylor still. As Ratchet.
3: Mm-hmm. Though I'm not really familiar with them outside of outside of the game, so if they if they are well known already, then apologies, but I did not know that. Um, but yeah, yeah. So what I got from it was that you know, like I remember in in the old games, you'd get you know you get a new weapon. It's going to have crazy features to it. One of my favorite bits in this in this movie was where they introduce all the weapons. So it's like a <laughs> testing chamber. He tries them all out. There's like a, you know, um, Insomniac that crazy with with creating new weapons in Ratchet games. That you you sort of mm-hmm. you lose track of which ones are there, and uh, and in in a movie format, you know, they they still work just as well as you'd you'd think they would have from the games. You know, so you've got the crazy buzzsaw weapons, the I think it's eight eight multi rocket launcher. All sorts of crazy mm-hmm. stuff.
0: Um, yeah, I think the, the sheep-inator, sheepinator is even in, in it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I I was a bit disappointed not to see the uh, the Disco Bombs, but yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, that could be a sequel idea.
2: <laughs> is Zircon in it?
3: Oh, Mister Zircon? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, I, was he in that? I don't think he was.
1: Yes, he, he is. He's in it towards the end. He chases them about the place when they first infiltrate whatever facility it is they're infiltrating. Um, and it does come out with a couple of one-liners, but, I could, you know, like the, Mr. Zircon wants to punch you in the face with bullets, that kind of thing. <laughs> I can't remember what lines he uses, but it's like... But, uh, it's a goodie.
3: Yeah, it was, you know, it was, it was high quality. Um, but just as a movie, it didn't fully work for me. I'm, I'm not sure. Um, but really... You know, there there is a lot worse, and I was I was quite lucky to be um be getting given this this movie because it you know it might not be the, a great movie for me, but it's definitely watchable compared to what there is out there. <laughs> it wasn't
1: Street Fighter. Yeah, it wasn't.
3: <laughs> it wasn't pretty much every version of Street Fighter, apart from the only one that I actually like, which is the animated movie.
0: That's good. Yeah, I made a movie. Um, so uh, I've seen it. I went to the movie theater to see it. Uh, Craig, Luke, you guys seen Ratchet and Clank?
1: Luke, go fast. Okay, I'll go fast. I'll go fast. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I actually watched this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I watched this this morning, um, just in preparation for tonight and to get me into the mood. I got it was it's Mother's Day. Oh hang on, I've just given away a date. I won't I'll that date so I, won't, oh, I won't say that. I'll just say it's got up to Father's with the kids. Day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're coming up to Christmas.
0: Say it's National Haggis Day. Nobody will know.
1: Anyway, yeah, um what was I saying? Okay, okay, right. You woke yeah, up. With I've the seen kids. this. Got up early and smiling with the kids, stuck it on, and yeah, the older one sat and watched it. The younger one wasn't really that fussed. I think the older one remembers me playing it, and the the game, or, well, what way is this? the the movie, the film, the movie film, based <laughs> on the game, completely and utterly mirrors the story of the game. Mm. Does that make sense? Have I said it the right way around? Yeah, yeah.
0: Follows so, the events of the game.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's pretty much things like. In the game, when you're attacking it towards the end and you, you do that dive thing with everyone, you land further away from the rest of the party and you've got to game your way to the drop zone. Whereas in the film, they obviously just land at the drop zone. There's there's something quite nice about I quite enjoyed it. I, I haven't played the game for months and I just thought, you know, that's that's kind of a nice... It was nice. It, it reminded me of how good the, the remaster was.
2: Hmm. Um yeah, I, I played this game just before Christmas and I really enjoyed it, but I think you guys had said previously that they've just used the majority of the film in the game and I wanted to leave it a good few yeah. months before I watched the film. So I do plan to watch it, but I just want to give it a little bit more time before I before I dive in. Uh
0: I went and saw this at the movie theaters, like I said. And I think I think in the end it kind of bombed. I think that's the judgment on it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, I I don't I don't think it really could have made a lot of money but i mean when we went it was it was the three of us and then like two older couples like in their 70s <laughs> i don't know why they decided to come watch ratchet and clank no grandkids to be seen and then a couple families like us so i mean there was probably 25 people and this was opening night so that never oh, really bodes well yeah yeah but i i live in podunk new york so you know you can never really tell um all three of us laughed we were the only ones laughing in the entire movie theater, so we kind of felt bad, but we all three of us immensely enjoyed it. Oh, that's good. Cool. Yeah, I think, I think, but uh, between this and Leighton, it, it it's really close on what is my favorite video game movie, because you guys are right; they they captured everything perfectly, mm-hmm. and there was that that slight chance that maybe Doctor Nefarious would would be too over the top and start to bring it too low into Kitty, but they kind of they kind of evened it out. Yeah. I wouldn't put it as a children's film, I would put it almost as like a non-offensive to anybody film.
3: Hmm. I wonder how much it affects that I've not not played the the game then, because it seems like I'm the only one who hasn't played it. Yeah. Right, okay, that might
1: yeah, it's totally it's just the game with mm. with the gaming taken out and cutscenes put in place of the game. Right.
0: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> it, I, I got to watch Silent Hill Revelation. Uh, the movie was not a revelation. I don't see things in a new light. But uh, it, it basically smushes together the events of 2 and 3 in a weird way. Uh, I mean, I'm happy they still got, like, Sean Bean back to play Harry or Mason or Harry Mason, whatever his name was. Um, we, we, we tried to get in the spirit of things. We did watch the first one beforehand again and the first one is okay and that's that's about it good for a video game movie but not good compared to any other horror movie of any note uh we started watching this one with with my daughter my daughter is 12 so you know it's a little little rough for her but she got bored and just even all the scary monsters and stuff it was just yeah whatever it's kind of boring so in the end it was just me and my wife sitting there uh it does follow heather Graham and the lady they got to play her I'm not familiar with the actress but they got a pretty good actress to play her her she acts okay and she looks pretty close but if you are familiar with the Silent Hill franchise you know even in the first movie they got a lot of stuff wrong like the way they treat Pyramid Head he's he's not just a monster and Silent Hill isn't a place you can go to you know stuff like that so if you give if you forgive it the things they think they have to do to change it into a movie, and I kind of agree with them on, you can't really do psychological horror when it's that obtuse like it is in Silent Hill. So they, they change stuff here and there to, to fit the movie, which, that's fine. But all in all, it, it, it was boring. There was also a problem where if you're not familiar with, the, and I guess this is a question for all of us that, you know, you guys can answer, is if you weren't familiar with the franchise, would the movie make any sense? And with with Silent Hill, uh, no, no, it wouldn't. I mean, even though I am familiar with it, it it doesn't make any sense. It just seems like it's scene that sort of vaguely sort of leads into another scene. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's also a problem because Sean Bean doesn't die. (laughs) And I thought it was written into every contract. He has to die in every movie he does. So, yeah, all in all, I would give this uh, a 5 out of 10, 2.5 out of 5, whatever you want us to call it it is not offensive it's just there
2: imdb has given silent hill revelations oh TV really a five out of ten <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, uh, but before you go luke uh mike and craig how do you guys feel if you weren't familiar with the franchise do you think that it makes for a solid continuous story or do you kind of need that franchise knowledge uh
1: that's a good question mate yeah. do you want to field this one fast
3: i i think uh, yeah thanks greg i think the the silent hill series um in itself i think there's a there's a good story there but you need to be sort of invested in i mean playing the first game back when it first came out i remember scratching my head thinking how exactly does the world change? At what stage is it? When do the bells go off? Is it related to psychology? I mean, I'm I oh, oh. Been quite a smart kid In here. In the but movie,
0: they I'm... did that pretty good.
3: <laughs> as soon
0: as she blinked, it changed. Yeah. Like, she
3: just blinked and <laughs> pfft,
0: it was there. It's like, okay, that's a good way to do it.
3: But the, there's always a mystery about what it was all surrounding. Like, what, what was causing this? What was, you know... There's always something in the back of your head, and that, that continued pretty much throughout all the games. There'd always be a sense of mystery, but I can't remember the movie too much, but I think if I was asked to do that in the space of, what, a one-and-a-half, two-hour movie, I'd probably stand no chance considering the amount of head-scratching I was doing as a kid when I first played the game, and that was quite a lengthy game. Uh, Yeah, good luck. And, and Silent Hill 2 and 3, you know, that's... That's quite quite something to take on. I mean, 2 itself. It 2 condense. they really
0: didn't take much from. Hmm. It was just more the character of uh, both uh, Harry. Like, they just kind of mushed Harry and Mason together into Ooh. one character from, like, Silent Hill 1 and 2.
3: I think it's just Sorry a to interrupt. hard work sometimes. But I mean, the perfect thing is that Ratchet we mentioned before is a game where... The actual game itself, I'm going to guess, is can be quite a quite a brief run through if you want, you know, mostly from the action point. So having a game that's very story driven and quite a lengthy game, it's about as much success rate as Final Fantasies having.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I've I've seen the first one, and whilst Silent Hill, um, I didn't play it when I was a kid, but I had like an older family friend who, you know, I used to watch play it. So I have a little bit of a grasp of it, but I, I found it quite, I, it's not the sort of game I would play, but looking at this, one thing I've noticed between all the films we're picking is most of these films have quite big actors behind it. So like this, the cast of this film is pretty good. I mean, you've got um, Kit Harington, he's obviously Jon Snow, Sean Bean, sure. Carrie-Anne Moss, uh, you've got Malcolm McDowell from um, Clockwork Orange. Oh so. yeah,
0: that's right, he was in it!
2: yeah. yeah. Um, Rose he was in
0: there for, like, probably 12 seconds. Yeah, it's Malcolm <laughs> okay. McDowell, so, so he, he did show every, these every second's a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty
2: much. Um, but yeah, I think this is something we'll touch on a bit more about why films, movie films, uh, sorry, video game films don't work very well.
0: Uh, one thing I do want to say before is I, I do have a very good plus for this movie, and you kind of reminded me of it, Luke. The, they went practical for, like, everything they possibly could in terms of effects
2: yeah yeah makes difference. and it
0: looks pretty good yeah i mean the cg that was there was kind of squiffy because you know cg just ages poorly Mm. but the practical effects they did on like a pyramid head and some you know with him fighting and you get gouts or like heads in the floor it looked very good from a practical standpoint so sorry uh craig have you seen it
1: no and i've never played a silent hill game either i can only assume looking at the cover for the film it's silent because the the woman has no mouth
0: so me no
1: yeah sorry i i haven't you know i'm not i'm not a scary a scary game guy and I'm, a, I'm i read something somewhere where someone said the film features plenty of mutilated flesh and twitching bodies. Yes. And I don't. And then it finishes with, and that is how you will feel after watching it. <laughs> um, sorry, I haven't, I haven't seen it. Although it might be a good test case, I could watch the film without any prior knowledge of the game at all. That, yeah, that would be good. I'll maybe I'll I'll maybe find someone to watch it with me and hold my hand, and then I'll, I'll sit <laughs> down and watch it.
0: It's it's a good family movie. Watch it with the kids. Oh great, okay, the kids. You'll in. have to field a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, uh, Craig, uh, for like what I asked before, sorry, I meant to elaborate on for you for Leighton and for Mike for Ratchet and oh, Clank.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I think that
1: without pr- prior Leighton gaming, you might. Struggle to get into it, it might take a certain kind of mind to think oh this is more of an interactive movie type thing, I quite like this I I think for the majority of people the grandiose set pieces of opera houses floating away and nonsensical things happening and even basic, you, you need to suspend a lot of disbelief so unless you can do that or have the expectation that you're going to do that, I think a lot of folk might bounce off the film if they just start with it Does that? that mm. I think that makes sense. Does that answer the yeah, question? Yeah, no, no,
0: that's fine. <laughs> yeah, 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 that does. Yeah. I was waiting on Mike. That's all. All right.
1: Okay. okay. All right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Michael, then. <laughs> oh, Mike d- did, did you find oh, sorry, that we're ratchet and clank? I was spending a good you, you amount of
3: time there. You the game. To, I was <laughs> opening a packet of Swizzles. Fizzers. I heard hoping, hoping no one... Hoping I could do it in secret.
2: <laughs> Were you just like, shit, I've been busted.
3: <laughs> I thought, if I do it... if I, I thought, if Craig keeps speaking, I can do this. Make it audible. Get the job done. Get out of there. And still know what's happening. I did not get what was happening. But I did get out of there. Good Okay. So, uh,
0: no, no. Uh, I, I guess we'll... You know, uh, just do you think to enjoy Ratchet and Clank, you needed prior knowledge of the franchise?
3: Um, I thought it was it was it was a pretty fun movie, regardless of of any involvement. I mean, I you know films like uh, Toy Story and Cars and things they sort of fly by me. I don't usually pay much attention to them. So so sitting down to watch one every once in a while, um, I can sort of enjoy it. Um, even from this perspective, although I, you know, I did know who some of these characters were before watching the movie, anyway. Um, yeah. Just from the other games in the series, but. Uh, no, I think it worked. I thought I thought it was funny, especially Captain Quark. He's he's always my uh, you know, my go to comedy fall guy. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I love I Captain Quark. All right, so we've gone through the mediocre. The good, the great. Let us now shovel through the, what's left on the bottom.
2: Um, yeah, so unfortunately, I went with Street Fighter, The Legend of Chun-Li. <sighs> um, <laughs> 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 so like, one of the reasons I was attracted to this film was because the director, um, I'm going to try and pronounce his name, I'm really sorry to any Polish people, Andres Bartkowicz he uh, also directed the Doom film and I kind of like that film. It's got some massive problems but it reminded me of those sort of 80s action films where it's just garbage but the one-liners are brilliant. So I thought he's done one film that was alright let's give this one a try and God I wish I hadn't. Um, (laughs) The there's one thing I can, I can stand in films and that's like a, a bad plot or, you know, bad CGI. But when it comes to bad acting, I just, I can't take it. And there's one guy in this film, um, Chris Klein. He plays Nash. Uh. <laughs> He's a, uh, you might know him from American Pie with the um, suck me beautiful line. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. He, he does like his best Clint Eastwood face. And, like, <laughs> it's terrible. He, he he looks at the camera for one-liners. He's supposed to be this, like, <laughs> this pervert that, you know, gets all the girls. But it, it just looks like he's t- trying to take a poop. <laughs> it's really bad. Um. So, <laughs> yeah, so the plot is basically that uh, Chun-Li's, Chun-Li's dad has been kidnapped by Bison. She doesn't know about it until she meets uh Gen, who is an ex-colleague of his, I would say, and he teaches her Kung Fu. She then goes on to beat everybody up. Um, it's full of, like, Sex in the City-style monologues, so you'll see her, like, you know, this super-rich girl who gets a weird scroll that she manages to translate that tells her she needs to go find Gen and she has to fly to a different city. So she starts living on the streets and, like, beating up... Punks and stuff, but whilst this is all happening, you're getting like a monologue over the top of it's so difficult, I, I can't handle all this, and it's just <laughs> oh, it's so bad. So good storytelling. Yeah, the, the best bit about the film is Balrog at the start breaks through into Chun house to and uh, starts fighting with Chun dad. Chun dad picks up a bottle, he punches the cork. The cork goes through the bottle and takes the end of the bottle off, and it hits uh, it hits Balrog in the face. <laughs> Honestly, that was the best bit. Uh, yeah, please- um,
0: because God forbid you just hit somebody with a bottle—that'd be stupid. But
2: please don't watch it. <laughs> Save yourself the seventeen minutes I've had to endure.
0: <laughs> All right, so um, so as it sits now. Everybody should stop watch Legend of Chen Li per Luke's recommendation. It's great. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I know and what. I'm gonna go and watch it now.
0: <laughs> now, now, there's only one thing that you can say that will save this movie. Is E Honda her cameraman? Uh, 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 I don't know. It, it's rubbish. I'm not watching it. It doesn't have E Honda in it.
2: It has a Rose. Although I never got to see her. <laughs> who
0: who care who cares really? about Rose? Nobody cares about Rose. Anyway, okay. So yeah, nobody was expecting that to win any Academy Awards ever. No. Maybe a Razzie. But I don't I don't think any Academies. So gentlemen, the good, the bad, the ugly, we have a title. Why don't you think these movies work? The ones that don't work? Because we've all seen bad ones.
1: Well, not knowing what happens behind the scenes, I know that the level five people were involved in making the, the latent movie. Where are the people that made Street Fighter no, they just gave a description to other people to make the movie? Or you know what I mean? It could that be a part of it? That the development I don't think Capcom game? is
0: very hands on in their movies unless they oh, right. do it. Because okay. I don't think they had a lot to say with Resident Evil too. Mm-hmm. Uh like they just basically said, Here, here's a premise, knock stuff out, have fun.
1: Yeah, which is it's it's a bit of a shame because there must be many 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 waste. I th- we've spoken about Ratchet and Clank and Leighton. Those are the only two game related movies. No, oh shit. Those are the only game related. Oh yeah, I was right. The only game related film. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Jesus! I can, how can I not get this? They're the only two I've seen in recent times, and the ones that I can remember historically seen, like right up to like Tomb Raider, were just poop and i don't know is it because it's live action that mm. could that play a part that you're, yeah. you're watching a live a, action adaptation
3: i uh, saying that i was just about to mention that um well, one of the biggest ones especially for my younger brother was a uh, the pokemon movie uh, yeah and all of them there's so many of them now oh yeah uh, but i remember yeah, the, I when that. the first one came out that was like a I mean, I don't know what the quality of that that movie actually was, but I've not heard...
0: It's not too bad. Mm. I've seen them all now because Mm. of my totter. They're they're not too bad. Like, the first couple of them, you could tell, you know, they didn't go all out on the animation because, you know, they just spruced up the TV animation a little bit. But for the most Mm. part, they are enough like Pokemon. You're not... You're not capturing anything, you know, you don't show him training or anything, but it's almost like you could view it as a canonical side Pokemon adventure.
2: Mm. The Pokemon series did a really good job of capturing kids into, you know, learning as much about that game as possible. You know, in between adverts, you'd get the, which Pokemon is this? And you'd get the silhouette, and then you'd get the guess afterwards. So, um, it's ditto. Yeah, ditto. <laughs> but, you know, you can see how Pokemon have kind of built on that. Yeah. I i always wonder if why we get poor films is. or, or sorry, poor uh, adaptations of video games to film is that A, the, the source material never seems to be stuck to very well. And like, obviously, like, you know, video games are tailored for the format they're in, where. um the player needs to take on a lot of the engagement and do a lot of the storytelling via, via combat or what, whatever means is set throughout the game. So that's obviously a struggle for movie uh, makers, but there's a lot of films I've watched thinking like, you know, I, I've I've seen the majority of the, the list that I've got in front of me on Wikipedia of films that have been made based on video games. And a lot of them just don't stick to the source material at all. It's like, Either they don't understand the source material, or they don't think it's going to be good enough. But I'd like to see one that actually does it well. You know, that gives it a chance. Well,
0: well, there's the problem, right? I mean, you can't stick the source material on Street Fighter. You can't.
2: What are you talking about? You can't
0: really. Oh, you what? You're just going to have a montage of about nine different fights and then the ending? You can't really Uh, do that.
2: that That's seventy minutes would have been much better spent.
0: I mean, even 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 the anime, the Street Fighter 2 anime, that works okay. It's an all right film. That doesn't stick very closely at all. Mm. Um, Resident Evil, you you can't you can't stick to Resident Evil. That's just as stupid as the movies, mm. really. Um, I think that I, now see, I'm like kind of polar opposite. I think they're trying to stick too much to it. Because let let us say you know you want to make a movie about oh I don't know Ninja Gaiden, right? You you can only show so many scenes of him backflipping around. Well, actually, no, I could watch about an hour of some <laughs> guy backflipping around, slitting throats. But that's me. But for the most part, you can't do that. And the story bits, when the story bits do come up, we generally don't notice how stupid they are because we're into that world. We're into the,
2: yeah.
0: the characters. So if you take the interaction of us being into the characters and us being into the world, you start to notice how stupid it all really is, with some few exceptions.
3: Yeah.
0: So like if you want to do a Final Fantasy movie, yeah, 15 might make a good one. But you're going to have to change some stuff. Like to us, it it would be, it's an amazing storytelling moment when you find your first chocobo, right? In a Final Fantasy game. Uh-huh. In a movie, you're you're just going to be like, "Whatever, it's just a big bird." You don't want to spend 5 minutes on it.
2: Yeah. I I I don't know, Dave. I mean, the some games that are going to be more difficult to port to a film such as oh yeah know, resident evil but like dishonored i'm I'm looking through my trophy list at the moment and I, I think there could be quite a good you know film based on that it doesn't have to be the same characters that's maybe that's maybe the problem that that's had is that they try and take in source material like you're saying and it's it's built for video games but I mean, we've we previously stopped talking about um, Star Wars, uh, Dark Forces with Kyle Katarn, and you know they they've they've not wanted to go down. You're going to play Luke and Darth Vader and Han Solo and Leia Leia for the video game. They took it somewhere else and adapted for it. So it 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 seems to have become that it's so risky to make these things that the the, the real talent in the movie industry isn't trying you know it's it's such a risky business but yeah there's going to be some bad games and some good games to pick from like witcher's obviously a good one um last of us yeah, i mean they probably don't need to the do last anything. of us i
0: agree with you on yeah yeah well that's the thing i i mean i uh, i wonder if, if if it's the same way for people that are book hounds right i mean i mean it's the same thing you have somebody that loved the harry potter books they changed a lot from the movie to the books, from what people have told me. I can't say I've read any, you know, past the first. But there's, I, I think, it has to be ripe enough of a world to where you can change some things and it won't matter. Whereas with video games, almost everything that, that in, interlocks in that world matters. So yeah, like Dishonored might not be a bad one. You don't have to tell the story of Corvo. Yeah. Because enough was going on in that world outside of it to where you could have, you know, resurrection, a dishonored adventure, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. That, I think, we're, we're, we're big hounds on adaptation. It's like, you can't change that! Ken punches with his left hand, not his right.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, you know we, we tend to get up in arms over that kind of stuff.
2: Just to kind of reiterate my point, Dave, there, there's, uh, there was a YouTube Street Fighter kind of series that turned into a movie um, called Street Fighter Assassin's Fist, which is based on like it's it's made it's completely like fan made um they got real actors in that like you know no martial arts and whilst it's not brilliant for a fan made effort it is far better than any of the Street Fighter live action films that there has been and I think it's you know these guys obviously know the content and love the story so I'd recommend you watch it it's I'm not going to say it's a 10 out of 10, but as a Street Fighter fan, <laughs> I really enjoyed what they did with it. So there there are things out there. I mean, there, there's loads of these like, you know, fan made things that are coming out just now. Mega Man. Yeah, Mega Man, Dragon Ball. Decent movie. Naruto. There's there's loads of this stuff on YouTube that's being created that doesn't have the budget behind it, but is still doing a reasonable job.
0: So I wonder if it's just love of the franchise that matters. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure Paul W.S. Anderson could give a flying flip about Resident Evil.
2: Christopher Nolan. Come on, give me a film. Oh, yeah. uh,
0: Christopher Nolan, yeah. Um, Personally, I think they really should have just put Uwe Boll on everything. (laughs) Like, he should have done Street Fighter, should have done Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet and Clank probably would have had more, you know, busty ladies in it, if he had done it. But uh, Mike and Craig. Busty Lombaxes. Busty Lombax, that's a good one.
1: That's a good screen name. For me, I think it it goes back to... I think, for me, the live-action thing ruins a bit of it, as well as the fact that I don't particularly get on with watching films in general. I'm not a film person. I don't sit down and play a game. That's why the, the latent film was so refreshing, was you felt like you could take part and do something... And I felt a bit of an attachment to the Ratchet and Clank game, but I was kind of playing Zelda at the same time. I was watching Ratchet and Clank because I can't sit and just watch a film. So I don't know. Stories mm. not working well. I mean, imagine a film. So, so you're saying
0: it's it's basically the interactivity of it.
1: Yeah, I th- and I think that's back to the point. Look, was making it, a games made to be played. You take away the plane and there's only certain things that you're going to be able to do to simulate that drive to a film. And a lot of the times it just doesn't work. The Doom film is... is I've watched that and I actually in preparation for this I watched a clip from the Doom film and all I could <laughs> think was if that was made after today they could have done it in blooming. Dwayne Johnson could have sung What Can I Say Except i Welcome from Moana because that's all I could think in my head <laughs> was the fact that he was bloody Maui and Moana. I watched a bit of it and I was just like, yeah. You know when it clicks into that first person view, first bits of it and they start shooting folk? Mm. Yeah. Uh, that didn't do it for me. Just like they're trying to shoehorn a film into something that just should never have happened. I'm sorry. Yeah, no.
0: No, no, that's perfectly acceptable.
1: Uh, yeah, it not doesn't float my boat. Maybe if if they made a Witcher film, might watch it. Although I can imagine someone, some someone somewhere with more, you know, aspirations for getting money, making the Witcher into a ten-season Game of Thrones. Yeah, I was gonna say something.
0: that's that's TV series for me. Yeah, that that, I can I can
1: see it happening now. Although that this is the thing, I would I would happily sit and watch. Remember when we did Day of the Tentacle? Look and look, you said I could sit if this was a cartoon. I could sit and watch it. It's mm. funny. The story's good. It's the way it works. The way it drives the pacing's all great. You just don't like the gaming, but yeah. that could work.
0: But yeah, as as just an animated movie.
1: Yeah, but then if if you turned that live action and cast Dwayne Johnson as Bernard.
0: Oh, I'm down. <laughs> Cast Dwayne Johnson as Princess Peach, and I'll watch. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, see that—that's a good thing. Like, like you would think that, but then half of the enjoyment and fun out of Day of the Tentacle is, yeah. well, a quote unquote fun. Yeah. It is um is the way you decide to interact with the items.
1: That's. I'm, I mean, that's it. That wouldn't. That probably wouldn't be for me in terms of I would rather play the game than watch it. And it's the same yeah. with the Telltale way of things. I think Telltale. It's just a touch too close to just sitting and watching a film with some quick action events yeah. and some decisions which may or may not affect what happens. I'm not entirely sure how it works. It's just a bit too close to, to filmage. Although they do it well. I'm not saying like Telltale in particular. You do heard, you heard it here
0: first, folks. Craig thinks Telltale are a bunch of hacks.
1: <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> just so that you can edit in whatever one... You want to. <laughs> Telt, telltale um, are rubbish. I mean, they're just, they just—they haven't made a good game yet.
0: <laughs> Mike, you've been really quiet, dude.
3: Uh, I'm just thinking of it, really, to be honest. You're eating um, your swizzle stacks, aren't you? A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I mean, um, when Craig started mentioning about the first person segment in Doom, it, it sort of rung bells in my head which were when I was a lot younger, I'd, I'd always want them to make good uh, video game movies, so I'd, I'd jump at the chance to try any of them. And Doom was one of them where, which I got. And, and it's like, isn't it so odd that playing games you can be so, you know, such an easy person to just start groaning and moaning about weird little off references which, which you should sort, sort of like, you know, like say, something like, say you're watching a, a Capcom. Movie based on a uh, Devil May Cry or something, and all of a sudden in the corner you saw something like a, a little Mega Man helmet on a desk, and you'd sort of instead of a little nod to it and being appreciative of someone putting the effort in, it it sort of goes both ways because you can sort of cringe a bit at things. I don't know. Yeah. And it, it's it's yeah. really odd to be of that mindset, and it, I think it is something because we are quite a fussy fussy lot as we game are. players, but um you know, where they get it wrong is that we've got people coming from all angles who've got, you know, the level fives and latens of the world, and then you've got your squares and Final Fantasies of the world. And I'm not saying that either of those is putting any more effort than the other, but, I mean, budget-wise, square didn't do anything wrong at all. But, yeah, you know, it, it it's hard to pinpoint exactly what can go wrong with these. I mean, if <sighs> You know, when when I, I saw there was a, a, a double movie dragon comics. movie out there, I thought something's gone wrong. I've still never seen oh, that. No, see, and... I
0: thought yes, <laughs>
3: <laughs> but there it's have Robert been Patrick, Man. where they just release everything, and there's there's other points where you sort of you play for more of them. But you know, I think you have to be very, very. You have you have to make your moves very carefully with this. You know, like the. The only movie which got a bit of interest from me and turned out to be okay was the uh, the Phoenix Wright movie. Um, now that could have, to be honest, that didn't have any right to be good. <laughs> it should have just been absolutely <laughs> terrible. You know, you gotta you gotta set set your sights on these and, and know what you're getting. Um, but you know, as, as history's proven, you can it can be a passion project and it can still be a be a dead. So, um, complete mystery. Mike,
0: you mentioned that, you know, when you're a kid, you want you want video game movies, you want video game napkins, video game bedsheets. Do we as adults now even want video game movies? Personally, I'm okay with them never really adapting anything else. I'm fine. The games are fine for Is me. Is that
2: because you've had such a bad experience with it, though?
0: I don't think so, because I, I don't i I don't have a problem with bad movies i i I love Godzilla movies, man, so my skew is way off <laughs> of like I enjoy only good movies so yeah i I get just as much fun out of killer Clowns from outer space as I do out of a you know oh, um Lord. rosemary's baby
3: that's terrible but um but to to <laughs> draw a line in the sand on this, I can say that recently uh myself and my my fiance have been watching the the sopranos back to back and it's you know, it's amazing, it's still probably one of my favourite T V shows ever. I always say, you know, that's the production quality of a film in such a long series that you don't really have to watch films with that. But um at the same time, I found myself today thinking, what would I like for a movie? And the first thing that popped into my head was, let's go on Amazon and look at Yakuza Zero.
0: Oh yeah, the Yakuza games would make a good one. Same with Sleeping Dogs.
2: Yeah, I, I think the film industry is in a real funny state where it all seems to be about, you know, there's no new ideas and the ones that seem to be taking on are... I guess there's not as many of them as you would think expect to be. I mean, the video game industry is kind of in the same boat, but this generation's pushing that a little bit at the moment. But I mean, it's the same with books. I mean, I, I've had quite a few books that I quite liked Turn into films and you can tell the people that have made them have never read the source material you know it's it, it, it's 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 frustrating because I, i'm looking through my trophy list at the moment and i can spot a dozen games here that could potentially be be a good a good game or a good film or a good book um but the source material has to be altered you you can't just pick it up straight from the game and apply it to the film and the same way you can't just not do any homework in it, which seems to be what's happened with the majority of these 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 films that we were discussing.
1: I I have I have a theory, not a theory. I've got a thing to add to that, which may or may not stand true. So feel free to just cut me out completely and laugh <laughs> or something. But the the type of film that you kind of see being turned into a game, like your Dooms and your Fast. Action type things. Do you remember a few years back they made a film that was a video game film but it had no video game source material? It was like Hardcore Henry oh, yeah, and it was yeah. a first person shooter film and that had no source material to stick to and it was still terrible.
0: Or, well, I mean, then you have the other ones where it's like, uh, you ever seen the movie Shoot 'em Up? No, it's like, oh wow, that's like Max Payne movie.
3: Or Jared, Stranglehold movie? Jared Butler or something in that maybe. And it's Clive Owen, I think. Oh, oh okay. yeah, the that, same yeah. guy, different face.
0: Yeah, I mean th- that screams video game movie yeah. <laughs> to me, but it wasn't based yeah. on a video game. But ah, uh, guys, nobody answered my question. <laughs> <laughs> what was your question? The question was, do you, do you actually want them to adapt more games into films, or are you just okay with? Yeah, we don't need it. I am uh, happy
1: no, on I'm the... not. I... Sorry. Don't you? Go... I shut up, so you keep going.
3: Uh, I quiet, so you... I'm quiet, I'm you bombing both of you out here because that—that that was the point of my Yakuza Zero thing before my pad cut out, which is that you know I play, I wanted to get Yakuza Zero because I knew I was going to get some sort of movie-like experience from a game, and it's that at that point, do I even need a movie anymore? When the games are already at that level where I feel quite happy getting my cinematic experience from a game that I'm...
0: Um, I'm with you on that probably. one, Mike. I don't need the movies anymore.
3: Like Neo. Yeah. i see, I see Neo. It looks amazing. And a lot of me is thinking, those cinematics look, look quite special in that game. I'd love to Neo see. is good. <laughs> I, I want to see whether they're a bit more lengthy, whether I get a bit of, bit of movie movie value from it too.
1: I, I too have to um, agree with you guys that I... I mean, not being a movie guy or even, a, you know, a TV person, I, I couldn't, I couldn't give too so I think if something was made into a movie that I had a, a really fondness for in gaming life, I might, it might pique my interest. But otherwise, pff, no, I'm not fussed. I get it so. Leighton my... hasn't
0: changed your, your opinion at all. No,
1: no, not in the, not in the slightest. Although I'm not okay. saying terrible. It's, if they brought out another Leighton film. I would I would jump on it and I'd watch it. But I, I it's not I'm not desperate for it. I've got the games. You don't want them to keep trying. No, you know, I'm 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 down with where where things are.
2: I um recently went to watch Assassin's Creed in the cinema and that film had everything behind it that should have made a good film. It had the cast, it had the budget, it had you know I thought it looked quite good, but it did that thing which some films seem to do where it has to be 90 minutes and you can tell the like the first i don't know 20 30 minutes of that film is great and then it just dives off a cliff you can tell they've basically been told cut it and get it to this 90 minute limit now to go back to your question i think that i don't care if they do any more video game films because i've not seen a good adaptation but if they made like a really good film like you know look at look at i mean we've listed harry potter game of thrones sopranos you know two of them have come from books i don't know about the sopranos i think it would you know if they made a really really good witcher film or a really really good mass effect film then yes i'd ask for more i think it's just we've not had you know we've been burned too many times <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah but i mean uh, yeah yeah i agree i mean that's that's the film goers curse as well as it is our curse you know you get burned way too many times okay so uh couple couple questions i want to get out of the way here guys because you know we're bringing this to a close uh question number one do you have any honorable mentions of yeah it's not the best movie in the world but you know what it's sort of enjoyable
1: angelina jolie was a good lara croft despite (sighs) the film being quite terrible
0: Daniel Craig ha. was not a good American however.
1: <laughs> Suck it, Dave.
0: Oh, no, no, I'm saying they could have they could have changed, I don't know why they couldn't have changed Lara Croft to be American if you want to cast Angelina Jolie and why couldn't Daniel Craig have just been British? I don't know why they had to switch that.
1: You 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 sexy man, you've just reminded <laughs> me of something. No. No. Give me butter moment, speak amongst yourselves, because I have got, I now have a gripe against the video game movie industry.
0: Ooh, all right, yeah. all right. Um, anybody have a butter moment? Um, no, I don't have any butter with me.
1: No, I'm back. I'm back. The reason <sighs> I've just remembered this, and you've done very, very well there, is that Angelina Jolie game had Daniel Craig in it, and looking into it, that launched his career and he's a terrible james bond if he if they hadn't made a tomb raider game <laughs> a movie daniel craig would never have popped onto the scene he would never have been you know bond we, the, the
0: series could have been saved as we seem to do in every episode somebody has to say something that will get a shot um what the But we wouldn't have got Layer Cake.
3: I don't know how Layer Cake suddenly become a good movie all of a sudden, but we'll think. Okay. Oh! Oh!
0: I, I love have, Layer everyone Cake. Everyone knows Layer Cake, layer was cake just, all was amazing.
3: of a sudden. I, I just remember it. I know who's in it. I don't think it was that good, but...
0: I saw it when hey. it was new. Uh, I rented it on video. It was, it was pretty good, because I was in a... Uh, what's his name? Who's the guy that does Lock, Stock and Snatch? And... Uh, him.
3: The Madonna husband. Yeah, that guy. Guy Ritchie.
0: Yeah, yeah, Guy yeah. Ritchie. Guy Ritchie. Yeah, I was in. I was in a Guy Ritchie phase, and the trailers for Layer Cake looked like, oh, that looks like a Guy Ritchie movie. I'll totally watch that and Smoking and Aces and all those other ones that kind of, you know. Mm-hmm. But I really liked it. I thought Craig was good in that. I don't like him as Bond either. He's no Timothy Dalton.
3: It was
2: actually uh, Road to Perdition that set Daniel Craig's career up. Craig oh, he wasn't that, Ooh, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Road to Perdition not bad. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, Tomb Raider. Yeah. He had like eight films in between that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tomb
0: Raiders, where we noticed he was a bad actor. Aha. There we go. But, right? Do you know what?
2: But Do you know Casino what? Royale.
3: It's terrible. It would have been better with Timothy Dalton in it. No. It's oh Jacob. yes,
2: Steve. Yes.
3: I don't mind Daniel Craig, but my my honourable choice would have to be um, the Bayonetta movie. It wasn't terrible. <laughs> wasn't great <laughs> no, wasn't as good as a comedy though no no there is a Bayonetta movie it's an animated Wait. one 2013 is it really Yeah. yeah. whoa I had no idea
1: alright I do have a serious honourable mention uh, which is the, the 1993 classic Super Mario Brothers I loved that <laughs> film as a kid oh yes that, that see, was just if, if you hadn't
0: called him Mario, Luigi, and Bowser, Koopa, all that, if you'd taken everything Mario out of that, that would have been a really interesting movie. Yeah. <laughs> What's with the small heads? I don't know. Myself, I, I would have to say it's Warcraft. It's It's not the best movie, it's not the worst movie. But it's all right.
2: Yeah, I I watched that one as well. Um, just because I played Warcraft for so long, and yeah, it was a really difficult film to kind of you know build the base on. But I think he did a good job. But yeah, um, my recommendation would be the Hitman film. Um, it's not terrible. It's not great, but uh, it's it's worth a watch.
0: All right. So, gentlemen, then uh, the question and this sucker, if you guys could personally bankroll a video game movie, meaning you'll have some stake in this, Mm. which one would you choose? Spelunky. (laughs) Oh, excellent. It'd be like Descent.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm not sure.
0: I'll start us off. I'll give you guys time to think. Uh, I'm stuck between two. But it's either going to be uh, Overwatch or Sleeping Dogs. Overwatch, Overwatch is a good
1: movie choice. would be cool, yeah.
0: I mean, we will make the stipulation it's going to be CG. None of this, is what they did with Warcraft, because that looked awful. Just make it CG.
1: I would make a game based on Uncharted 2 and cast Harrison Ford <laughs> as Nathan Drake.
0: <laughs> No, it's gotta be Nathan Fillion as Nathan Drake. He's got a bit old and punchy, but he can do it. Um, I
1: would probably go and this might be an odd choice, I don't know, but I would go for an Alan Wake film. I thought that was a really Oh yeah, that wouldn't be a would, bad it one. It was a really good story and I think I think it would make a good a good film. Just Alan Wake for me. Wait,
0: you played Alan yeah, Wake? Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely loved that.
0: Wow. Good job, Craig. Good job. Thanks, Dave. I didn't think you'd go in for that. Yeah,
1: I, it wasn't... It, it was because someone gave me it, not because I, I bought it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so if I give you something, you'll yeah, play it. Yeah, yeah. Well, for me, the long-rumoured Metal Gear is the ultimate thing I'd like to see. But it, the question now is which which Metal Gear? And then the other choice I've got on the complete other side of the spectrum is that we know Mark Wahlberg's had his attempt, but his, Max Payne 3 is where the... Uh, A good movie lies, I believe.
0: Hmm.
3: So maybe Yeah, I
0: would go see a Max Payne 3 movie.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It was like sort of City of God style production. Something like that. I think I could be happy. I'm kinda surprised nobody said Red Dead.
2: Yeah, I was thinking that as well. I nearly picked Metal Gear Solid, but then I thought it's Kojima is quite hard to get across in video games, let alone a film.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that guy, that guy is like David Lynch of video mm-hmm. games. All right, gentlemen. Well, this this rambling, meandering movie review of a sort has closed. Um, if you think that there are good video game movies, like I didn't even know there was a Bayonetta movie, give it, give us a shout. Uh, hit us up on Facebook and Twitter and Gmail, all at the Bit Effect, and you know, let us know.
3: Oh, there are tales of Asteria right. movies. There are t- tales of movies. I forgot.
0: Really. Oh I didn't. Jeez, I didn't know. Tales of
3: Vesperia, Tales of Vesperia, t- There's one of for every game, I think. Huh. I um, didn't know. I know there's the yeah.
0: dot hack things too. Yeah. No. But I, I don't know if you would even count those. Okay, ed- anyway. <laughs> uh so we will see you next time.
2: Hey guys, uh Luke here. I'm the editor for this show. And uh unfortunately, be being the pilot that I am. I I forgot to press record when we were doing the quiz that normally goes at the end of each show. I'm sorry. A Little bit of bad news, we're also going to stop doing the quiz at the end of each show because uh, it's taken a little bit too much time to edit and by the end of our recording session our brains are fried so it's not sounding as good as we'd like. The good news is that in two weeks time the mid-year quiz that I recorded with the guys will be released. Now, we think this sounds so good that we're going to start doing this on a more regular basis, so listen out for that. Thanks a lot for listening, guys, and if you've got any suggestions or feedback, please get in touch at The Bit Effect. Bye!